0: First of all, this evening, um, I just wanted to to wish everyone a good evening. Um, We do have kind of not really at this point. It's a few hours old at this point, but um, breaking news. This morning at 3 a.m., Henry Ruggs, the third of the Las Vegas Raiders, was involved in an accident in which he struck the back of a woman's vehicle, killing her and leaving the passenger in his vehicle injured Um, We do not know the extent of these injuries, and Ruggs was alleged to have been driving under the influence. Um, Our condolences, of course, go out to the victim, whose name we do not know at this time. Um, Henry Ruggs deserves no excuses. Um, he, He deserves to be punished to the full extent of the law.
1: His career should be over.
0: Yeah, he should never be allowed to play football for money ever again. Yes. Yeah.
2: I mean,
1: Agreed. I heard
2: I heard three to four were killed in the accident. Condolences go out to the victim's family. Yep.
0: Okay. With that. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody. I'm Jack Freeman, joined, of course, as always, by Christopher Hogan and Ben Hardy. Um, First of all, too, we'd just like to apologize for last week. Um, we did not release an episode, unfortunately. Um, me and Ben were struggling with power issues, uh, a big storm. <laughs> hit our town and uh, we were without power pretty much for the entire week. So that's that. <laughs> um, we're just going to get right into it. Uh, Thursday night football, we discussed a little bit amongst ourselves, Thursday night football before. Um, I, I hate to it's going to sound like hindsight is 2020 here, but you guys know I was saying this before the game. I really liked the Packers' chances in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be a blowout. Um, obviously, that wasn't going to happen.
2: Mm-hmm. I expected yeah. a Cardinals win, but I did not expect a. Uh... I didn't expect a blowout. I thought it was going to be a close game, but I did expect the Cardinals win, but
1: it didn't happen. I didn't really know what I thought. I didn't think it was a lock for the Cardinals, but since week one, losing to the Saints or getting crushed by the Saints, the Packers have looked.
0: Yeah, I kind of knew from a little bit in – Obviously, in a perfect world, in my head, that's how the game would have played out. Maybe a little bit better. They they were a little sloppy with um, the timeouts. Mm-hmm. They, they kept having to use them because the play clock was running down. They took a mm-hmm. crucial delay of game that stopped them from scoring in the red zone, which they also kind of struggled to do against the Cardinals. Um, I feel like a lot of the time, Matt LaFleur is looking for the perfect play. Yeah. The perfect personnel to... You know, to to have the best play. And I think that holds the Packers back a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the game plan, I don't think there could have been a much better game plan. You know, right out of the gate, they used a guy who they don't typically use in that way, um, A.J. Dillon. And he really looked a part of that power back. I don't think I saw him... Fall backward once. He was always falling forwards, getting more yards. Yep. And it, it it was plays like that that he made where it was he got met at the first down marker and then chug forward for two or three yards mm-hmm. that really won them the game. They it allowed them to control the clock, keep the ball out of Kyler Murray's hands. Um, and I. I really think going forward that would be a smart way to use A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Yeah.
2: Um, I kind of want to touch up on that a bit because uh, A.J. Dillon had more carries and more yards than Aaron Jones in that game, but Aaron Jones had the touchdown is what really shocked me because usually when you have a power back like A.J. Dillon, he's usually the guy on the red zone but it looks like it was Aaron Jones. Cause I was watching the game. Aaron Jones had the most red zone touches.
0: Well, yeah, of course they pay Aaron Jones a lot of money to do what he does. Um, AJ Dillon was literally just used as he might've gotten more carries, but AJ Dillon was on the field. 60% of the time had 22 touches. So he was on the field more and had the ball more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was really effective having those two in the backfield at the same time. I think that's where they had a lot of um, mostly their success running besides, of course, AJ Dillon and the single back and just pounding it right up the gut. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a, it was a great game plan offensively. Anyways, I thought the defense still looks kind of, uh, I thought it was more Kyler. Um <laughs> Kyler missed a lot of throws deep to people not yeah. named DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. He looked a lot less effective with Hopkins off the field. I think the whole offense did. I think, um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins fantasy-wise, I guess, is having a disappointing season, but um, he he will always have a certain impact and take attention off the other guys in those offense, and it just doesn't work as well with with him out.
2: Oh yeah, he yeah. definitely is a threat on the offensive end. I mean, despite him not having like a good fantasy season, he is still a person to look out for. I mean, if you have to double cover one receiver in that, in on that Cardinals team, it's DeAndre Hopkins.
1: Yeah, and um, they just fell apart when when he was out, and they put it a little back together when he came in. But it, I think it was just kind of a little too little, too late, and then they made the the yeah, mistake at I, the
0: end. Yeah. I thought it was really weird how they were using him. I thought, um, you know, if he's gonna play, keep him out there. If he's not, why? yeah. I just, I
1: do think this win comes down to the play. I think it was Matt Lafleur. I think this is a Matt Lafleur win, kind of. I mean, I'm obviously not taking anything away from Aaron Rodgers, but oh, I think it was a big I think, coaching game. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you yeah. use your high-paid running back in a second, like not a second fiddle role, but like not the main point from the rushing perspective i mean that just shows that they were going for the matchup wise well what they don't, thought was gonna
0: work best they just used it, it wasn't that they used aaron jones less that that wasn't it, it no exactly it really, That's what i'm saying they it really was the fact that they, they passed less yeah um and they they were a little more in, in the short game so mm-hmm. aaron jones aj dylan well i think he is a good receiving back obviously you're not going to go to him as that when you have aaron jones on the team Um, so with that, I kind of have, um, two questions and you can elaborate as much as you want, as little as you want. Um, one, does this change anything you think about the Cardinals? Do you think this makes them fraudulent because the Packers are a good team? Don't get me wrong, but this is a situation at home. I think Kyler Murray an MVP candidate, even missing his number one receiver should have been able to take advantage of it's things That and I don't feel bad using these guys because these are the guys he's getting compared to as an MVP candidate. I think it's a thing Tom Brady would have done, I think it's a thing Aaron Rodgers would have done. You know, if it doesn't matter who he was on, um Aaron Rodgers would have picked on Eric Stokes, who is kind of the Packers de facto number one corner right now. Um and He's just not very good in that role um, I think he has I think he has a lot of the same problems that Jalen Mills of the Patriots has where his he's really nah never mind um, really just the the a little out of position right now you know they're both kind of being used I think. That's my dog. My apologies. That's fine. Um, getting back on track here, though. I think Stokes definitely will fit into his role better as a slot corner, which is what they drafted him as. Yeah. Um, he's really physical and man. He, he's decent in zone. He, his real fatal flaw, which is a fatal flaw that a number one corner can't have, is his ability to track the ball in the air. Um, yeah. On the first DeAndre Hopkins touchdown, I know it wasn't called a touchdown because of the face mask, but for all intents and purposes, it, it was a touchdown. Uh, he wasn't tackling him anyway. So DeAndre Hopkins, the ball's in the air and DeAndre Hopkins kind of hard, just hard stops while the ball's in the air and then explodes to it. And Eric Stokes yeah. just didn't know what was going on. Got Which burnt. is why he does pass. Um and, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins just made him look stupid. So, second question I have is, with the current roster, assuming no one that's injured comes back, are the Packers a Super Bowl team?
2: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, think about it. they're lo- They're missing Jair Alexander, who is easily their best corner. Not to mention that also, they also missed a bunch of edge rushers in that game. David Bakhtiari is also out. Like, half their offensive line, Aaron Rodgers still found a way to move that ball downfield and execute and score 24 points and
1: win against the last undefeated team in the league. Uh, To answer the first question, I don't think that the Cardinals are frauds, but I'll still stick to my guns, and I I always was never the biggest believer in them. I'm not saying that they're frauds, but I'm not. I wouldn't take them to even make the NFC championship, probably.
2: I, and, I don't think anything's wrong with the Cardinals and, either. Uh,
1: it's too tough to kind of tell because that was just like a, a bad game all around for them. Just kind of a sloppy game, but and then with the kin, the Packers make a deep run. <sighs> hmm. I would probably go with yes, just because. And especially, yes, if they get some of their injured players back, just because they're getting all these wins with all these injuries. But they're like, they've beaten good teams. It's not like they're beating teams that are, it's not like they have a cupcake schedule or anything. They just beat the Cardinals when they didn't even didn't have Devontae Adams, they didn't have MVS, they didn't have Jair, like all these different people. And if they can do that, then I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think I would take them. I think they're contenders. I would put them in that range.
2: Yeah, I'm going to answer the first question as well. I don't think anything's wrong with the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are still a good team. Half of that loss, I kind of blame on A.J. Green because, I mean, we all know A.J. Green can moss a defender if he has to. I don't know about that right now because he's kind of old. But he's still A.J. Green. So A.J. Green had the size advantage against Roseau Douglas. But the problem was is that he didn't turn and look at the ball, which I'm pretty sure that was the design play was A.J. Green goes on quick little fade in the back of the end zone. That's where Kyler Murray hits him. Kyler Murray hits him too early. A.J. Green's not looking. Therefore, the ball gets tipped into the hands of Russell Douglas. Touchback. Packers win the end.
0: Yeah. Um, I think A.J. Green probably thought it was a running play. I mean, it didn't look like he was running a route at all. Yeah, let's say he was um, like... It was, it was just really weird how... How Kyler also, I forget who it was, but I sent you guys the screenshot of Kyler just missing the dude underneath that probably would have been a touchdown. Yeah, um, a lot of people are saying he would have the speed to catch up to that, but like it's better than throwing it to a dude with his with his back turn. So yeah. yeah,
1: I agree. I think I think at this point we can get into some uh some Buccaneers Tom Brady stuff. Oh boy, and I, I and I would I, just I touch up and on I would this. just say that um. I'll let Ben take it. All right.
2: Tom Brady, yeah, wasn't really, like, good yesterday, but he wasn't bad at all. I mean, he played 70% of his passes. He had a 112 QB rating, and he added four touchdowns on 375 yards. Yes, he had the two picks, and he missed a couple of throws. I mean, Mike Evans had four targets. Two of them were deep shots, and Brady just missed them. But he still found a way to win, I mean – I get it. Uh, actually, they lost. My bad. Never mind. They lost. But um, as I'm saying, as I was saying, Brady is adding to his MVP campaign as the season progresses. I mean, 25 touchdowns to two interceptions on the season, that changed. That's not, it's not 25 touchdowns, two picks right now. It's probably like, I think it's like 29 touchdowns, probably like four or five picks. And, uh, he has 2650 yards, which is leading the NFL. So despite the Bucks losing that game and Tom Brady just being, I don't know, 25 not- touchdowns. Yeah. Just not so Tom Brady just not looking good in that game. He still had a good stat line.
1: I mean, yeah, who the, cares what the stat? Who cares what the stat in, line? In this in this
0: game, in this game, I'm sorry, the stat line means nothing to me. In the yeah. biggest, in the biggest moments of the game, Tom Brady was the reason they lost. In the big spots, he threw yeah. the pick. He threw the pick six to end it, and he threw a pick in a big moment before that. Um, the Saints regular season, at least, even in the playoffs, he kind of struggled against them. Two in the playoffs. Um, but the Saints are three and zero against Tom Brady since he's been a Tampa Bay Buck. Yeah, it's um, interdivisional like and matchups. The, since like, every QB struggles with that. Since since Tom Brady has been to the Bucks, he has his statistically worse worst three games against the Saints 71, 78.1 rather a rating um i think the real story of this i really don't th- think this affects brady as an mvp candidate um you know he still had the great stat line even though he didn't show up in that moment it wasn't like he had a dud game um mm-hmm. sean payton is is kind of just a top two three coach in the nfl um yeah. And and sometimes th- you lose Jameis. Jameis looked really good, by the way. Um, yeah, he, he
2: was he was throwing dimes.
0: But you lose him and and you get Trevor Simeon to play just as good as he needs to. And it just so happened Tom Brady didn't in, in the big spot. So
1: yeah. yeah. The whole thing is like whenever Tom Brady's down, you people bring up the kind of sort of narrative that they see him on the sideline with his head down. It's like, all right, this is game over. But he didn't do that. And I think he just a a big thing for him this season, I think has been like some crucial overthrows and I feel like it happens time and time again. And I know he puts up these great stat lines. I mean that you can give that to his offensive line and his receivers, but he hasn't shown up completely in these big time games. And he's never, he can't show up against the saints for some reason. I don't know what, they have his number. I
0: mean, I, I, I mean the, the bucks are also just a wagon. So I don't, really feel bad when he no plays like that and they lose
1: i just don't i just don't yeah i just don't get it sometimes sometimes like why i don't know why the saints have given him trouble since he's been on the bucks but they have his number for some reason and you can look at his stats and say he had a good game whatever he didn't have a good game
0: really no i i I don't i don't think so at all
1: from when you when you have a football Um, standpoint he didn't have a good game he looks he can, yeah, throw he can throw he four bad, touchdowns. Right? He can throw four touchdowns. He can do this, but when they needed him most and he had the game in his hands. Yeah, he didn't in show his up. hands. He couldn't do it. Yeah. And that happens against one the of Rams. The f- it's really sort of
0: jarring, too. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chris, but it's really jarring, too. This is one of the first, like, competent NFL teams they've played. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Who, is, who is he beating I mean, up on? Miami? Miami? Um, Dallas's defense is questionable, especially on night one. Um, yeah. Philly, think about it; he had a bad game and,
1: against the Patriots.
0: Yeah, and the Patriots, the Patriots are looking better. I don't want to dip into that too early, but the Patriots, yeah, yeah, execution-wise, looked a lot better. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Bill Belichick really knows how to get into some young quarterbacks' heads. Um, I think this was kind of a real moment to look back and be like, okay. Justin Herbert is as naturally talented, as gifted as he is. He's not quite there yet. Mm. And I hate to use broad phrases like that, yeah. but I think you kind of know what I mean when I say he's not there yet. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. After the game in, in the presser, he was talking about how, and a few of the guys in the Chargers were talking about how they ran a lot of man coverage last year and – you know, you can't go all based on what you saw in film from your game last year. You know what I mean? And you have to adjust the chargers don't really adjust. Well, I think we've seen in, in the past two weeks. Um, and you can throw Herbert off his game by, by throwing stuff at him that he obviously hasn't seen or disguising zone coverages. Um, So, yeah, he the mental aspect of his game does need to develop a little more before I would consider him knocking on the door of top five. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think
0: I think people were quick to put him in
1: that conversation when he started out, when he started well this season after beating the Chiefs and everything. They thought he dethroned like Mahomes or whatever, but I'm not ready to do that.
0: There's so many. Yeah, definitely not. There's to me, Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the NFL.
1: Yeah, he still needs to – there still needs to be more before I can say otherwise, too.
0: Um, But I also feel like there's a lot of, obviously, preseason narratives. So whenever something starts to fit that, people are like, oh, this is – it's happening with the NBA right now, and it's like we're, we're not even 10 games in. We need to relax with, with some stuff. Yeah, everyone was going um, like
1: Herbert MVP. So when he started playing like that, they were like, oh, he's already made that jump. He's already that guy, which I think – He's just yeah, still same. has a couple. He has a step away from being that guy. I think he hasn't. He's not as polished enough to where he can fool the fool all these NFL defenses, and he's not good enough to beat, always beat these like mid-tier teams like the Patriots, especially with good coaching.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Just to finish up on the the Saints game, I think a big story in that was, the the Bucks defense blitzed Jameis eight times and didn't get pressure on any of those eight blitzes. They blitzed um, Trevor Simeon. They, they blitz total 22 times and didn't get pressure on any of them. So that's the best defensive front in the NFL. I think some of it might be them underperforming. And also the fact that the secondary is banged up. It's, it's a little bit harder to, to get there when you have guys that can't cover for as long, but Man, the Saints offensive line put on a a clinic. Um, And I think even moving forward with Trevor Simeon, you have to respect the Saints in every game. I don't think any team in the NFL wants to go to New Orleans or wants New Orleans to come knocking on their door because that's a good football team. Especially top to bottom. Yes. It's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate for the saints really fortunate for the rest of the league that Jameis got hurt because mm. if he had played out that full game, obviously we don't know what would have happened, but he looked, he looked really good. And yeah. that's a game. Oh, yeah. That's a game where you can really build a lot of momentum and confidence beating a team like that. So- and,
1: and I think a big thing is that people are like, when Michael Thomas comes back, like they're going to be a problem. And that sounds, that sounds like, like I'm mocking those people, but I think I'm kind of one of those people. I think if Jameis had that weapon that he could have um could have got because I mean they're a good football team with a special teamer at receiver, a first year guy at receiver. Like they have they don't Kamara's not playing to his expectation. He's still playing well, but and I think it really comes down to that Sean Payton's a damn good NFL he, He's a good he's a great coach. He's oh shit.
2: Just out of curiosity, who was the first year receiver you were talking about?
1: On the Saints, yeah, Marquez Callaway.
2: No, he's the second year. Well, no,
1: I know, but I'm saying like <laughs> this is like his first.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I get, I get this what is, like, you're saying. Like it's coming out. Yeah, I get what you were saying.
0: Um, so we kind of we we kind of just touched on a little bit. Uh, we can move on to Patriots Chargers. I largely after that game still. Feel largely the same way I felt all season about the Pats. Um, obviously, this is a real win. Finally, a real win. And there were still yes. points where, like the first half, Mac looked just as just as bad as Herbert. He was mm-hmm. missing a lot of throws. Um, oh. I think Mac gets himself worked up a lot too. I think he he really suffers from that. Um, And it happens to everyone. It happens even to Brady. Sometimes that's why in Super Bowls, sometimes the Patriots would tend to start slow just because Brady's so amped up. And so the pressure's kind of on. And then Mac did kind of a little settle into it in the big moments Um, when they needed a big drive to take time off the clock. They did it. They only ended up with a field goal. But um, Kendrick Bourne also cost them four points. With a drop in the end zone, so I think this is a good win for the Patriots. For them, they're at the point where any game they go into is kind of a toss up. So a win really yeah. is a win. You're just trying to sneak I, into the playoffs. Yeah, um, I think I, that's
1: the. I think that's the biggest thing for them is I'm, I don't. Th- I don't necessarily disagree. Where I am not. I I have my same sort of opinions. I think they they have they haven't fixed all their mistakes. I think they are like you said. I think they're executing better. I think that they're looking a, they're molding a little more as a team with all their weapons and and their D line. But I think the biggest thing is that the AFC just kind of sucks. So like they don't have to be that good to get into the playoffs. So I I would bet them making the playoffs. Like right now, like who who's gonna edge them out in the wild card spot? Like the Steelers or like. I don't even know the Steelers or like the Bronco, like the, the there's no no one's good in the AFC right now.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I still would be wary and never sleep on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um they're just one of those teams where it doesn't matter who's on the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, what they're I mean? always they're above always, they're never bad. Yeah. And they just when, can't be in in a bad year for the AFC. I hate to use very simple terms, but not being bad is good.
1: So exactly. That's what I'm saying. they what I'm definitely talking about the Patriots. Yeah.
0: But I don't think the Patriots are bad at all either. I think no, oh, they're yeah, going to be either. saved by
1: their, they're going to be saved by their, like, I don't know. It's just kind of the, I guess, kind of the Patriot. I'm not going to say like coaching, but like they know how to win, they know how to win some of these games, even though I don't think they've been. Great at like executing these fine like the Cowboys game, the Bucks game. They're good at winning these big games right at the end. Mm-hmm. But I think they're gonna get carried by their almost like safeness. Like they they've been here before, kind of.
2: Yeah, my theory is, is that uh Bill does trust Mac Jones like a lot, like despite him not getting that much chances. I think that Bill is saving Mac Jones for the playoffs. Like they're probably thinking if we can sneak into the playoffs and then I don't know, like maybe, no, the, team, maybe the team, maybe teams will prep that much for us or something. I don't know. And then like hit them. That's not the who. That's
0: not who Mac Jones is. If they just and that's that, not that's not what that's, you do. You don't you don't warm someone up for seventeen games and be like, all right, now you're in the biggest moments of your life. Go out and do it for you're real. You're gonna completely no. change your Bill, entire play style. It, it it's more um, yeah. I don't know what Bill I was Bill doesn't call the the offensive plays. It's Josh McDaniels.
2: Um, yeah, it's Josh McDaniels. I so know he's the offensive coordinator.
0: But he has been talking to both a lot more, and I think that's why you're seeing the improved performance. I think he was kind of letting them run the show um, on the defense. Steve Belichick, Gerard Mayo. Unfortunately for the Patriots, Matt Patricia is still hanging around. Um, <laughs> Yep, being a leech on that franchise, um, and Josh McDaniels calls the offensive plays. So I think Bill has definitely taken a step back from what we've seen in years past, but kind of like a half step forward. Yeah, yeah. In the past few weeks, um, I don't want to drag on this game, but we touched on the the Patriots have Justin Herbert figured out. His two worst starts as an NFL starter are against the New England Patriots. Um, yeah. pass a rating of 67 and 51 respectively. Um, but I think this game can, we can go back a little bit and say, okay, well, because I wasn't ready to say this earlier in the season and be like, okay, well, yeah, they were competitive with the Patriots. And and that meant something towards developing towards this point. And Yeah. They almost beat the Cowboys, and that meant something getting to this point. And then they really put it all together and destroyed the Jets, and then they knocked off one of the best young teams in the AFC all at the same time. They didn't do it perfectly. NFL teams rarely do, especially a team with a banged-up offensive line, banged-up secondary. You lost your number one corner from last year. Yeah, this is like Um, the first win where we can feel good about it, kind of. Rookie quarterback. And and yeah, I I, I think the Patriots right now can can feel good. The the path is there, because as a
1: fan, we've had to say this whole time. It's like we were so close. We put up a good game against the Cowboys, Buccaneers, whatever. I mean, we finished those two games out. I I don't know how we lost the Dolphins. That just doesn't know how. But but yeah, this just feels good. It's a good one.
0: All right, next, um, we'll, Seahawks-Jags. I don't know how much uh, we we'll, really me, have to
1: talk about this
0: game. Let but. me touch into this one. I will I, – before you go, Ben, I, I will say um, I'm kind of starting to see the path develop for the Seahawks. I really am. Um, Russell, Russell Wilson is – so he's got the pin out. He wants to come back week 10. If they're four and five th- – Obviously, if they win these two games, they're in great shape. Because um, I think that's the that's what week ten would be, right? We just went through week eight. Uh, yeah, week nine. Is about, um, yeah. So after the bye week, you come back week ten, and you're off and rolling. I, I mean, Russell Wilson is a quarterback who's good enough. When he comes back, if he is anywhere close to to Russell Wilson, then of course, they have a shot. Of yeah. course, they have a shot to make the playoffs. I, I, that's especially just a guy with the Niners a team. not looking that great. Yeah. Especially with that. And especially with the fact that I, they, they get to play those teams, you know, and those teams are some of the, the better teams in the NFC. I, I'm, of course, talking about the Rams and Cardinals. Um, yeah. they, get to, they get to see those guys again. So the path is, the path is there for the Seahawks. Um, I will also say lastly that it definitely looks like the Seahawks offensive line has regressed from last year. Um, Josh Allen, of of course, the defensive player at the Jaguars was eating them alive. He had two sacks, five pressures. Um, I think that's his best game of the season. So the,
2: yeah. uh let me touch up on this one. So like like you said, yeah, Russell Wilson most likely returns uh, next week after the bye. And uh, the problem is, is that they're in Lambeau in week 10. And then right after that, they have to take a – they go back to Seattle to take on Arizona. So they have two tough games. You said if they win this next two games, then, yeah, they're good to make the playoffs. But the problem is, is that these are not easy games to win. So if they win, I would definitely take away everything I said, everything bad I said about the Seahawks this year, saying like, "Oh, I don't think they making the playoffs." I've said this all season. I said they aren't going to make the playoffs, and like to be so now obsessed that they, with the team, you
1: always shit on them.
2: It's a uh, reverse psychology. They won them this week, uh, so I mean, now that they That's like, fair. I when Russell Wilson got taken out, I was like. Oh, Geno Smith stepping in. We're not going to win a game with Geno Smith, and that was going good because they lost to the Steelers. We all know the Steelers, um, and they lost to the Rams when Geno Smith stepped in because of two crucial fumbles. Geno Smith made in both of those games. This time, Geno came out slinging. Probably the best. Start I mean, of his what Third, Yeah, like thirteen straight completions. I mean, he should have. He shouldn't have had ten. You should not have had ten straight completions. That was all DK Metcalf. I mean, that thrown the end zone. That was on the
0: throw. DK Metcalf just lost. Hey, you gotta take. Um, you gotta take what you can get though, and yeah, I, I agree. you're taking wins in in any fashion right now. He's an above Seons average, Yeah, I'm um, I'm
2: taking this as a win. I mean, but I, yep, I still another, think it should have been more than thirty-one points.
0: Another kind of um, the game is um, Broncos football team. Broncos oh, are going to obviously miss Chubb and and Von Miller. Football um,
1: well, team are just such this, a
0: disappointment. Yeah, it's yeah. And Heineke, Heineke, Heineke
1: is just everyone thinks he's good just because he's flashy and he's not a game manager. He holds but the team he, you'd, back. He you'd want him to back. be a game manager at this point. He takes too many chances. He's just too flashy and he's not a good quarterback.
0: just and, he, period. They need to let Antonio Gibson heal his injury and yep. Yep. bring him back. At, at this the point, they of, can't
1: win the NFC East. They can't make the playoffs. Rest your young quarter. Rest your yeah, rest your young running back.
0: Who's gonna be a, a star when he's back if they use him? Right? Yes. They should be using him as a running back and receiver. You can put him in the slot. That's what he did he's at actually, Memphis. Yeah, that's what he did at Memphis. He wasn't think- a, he wasn't a receiving running back at Memphis. He was a, a running back. Who also played wide receiver? It's yeah. like Ty Montgomery, except he's actually really good at both. He's a really yep. good runner. Uh, we've seen it. That's all they've used him as, and he's looked really good w- when he gets yep. the ball. He, I'm, yep. he's up towards, yep. five yards of carry, uh, close to there. He might be a little closer to four now after his last few games, but every time they put him out on the field on that fracture, it just gets bigger and there's no, I also doesn't get to heal properly.
1: Yeah. I also think he kind of his whole role kind of goes not out the window, but it lessens when you have a quarterback that kind of isn't a game manager. I mean, think of last year they had Alex Smith. Yeah. They had and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think, they had Kyle Allen, like those types of players. And now you have a guy that's trying to do too much when he doesn't have that kind of talent. And yeah, not
0: even on. close. Not even close.
2: Yeah, well, um, I think uh Ron Rivera's only hope of that team like doing something is probably hoping off the bye. They like kick it in the gear. No, no, there's no. I mean, sure. that's no that's only. Their defense that's only was
1: their out. whole team. Their defense that's is that's only, only their whole team, and it's not. They good.
0: don't. They don't have a Russell Wilson coming back to save them, so I understand. I'm like, out on them. They're so far behind. Yeah, even they're so far behind. There's just yeah, no, they are. There's Just some teams that I'm just uh, I'm, I'm done with. I mean, it makes I don't, makes, it, I I think don't, it don't really just
1: makes no sense.
0: I don't really know, a football really team is that bad.
1: They need to go out and draft a quarterback or go get a quarterback.
0: <clears throat> Chris, I'm sorry. Um. Your victory lap may have to take a pause. The Carolina yeah. Panthers won. won. This. They yeah. they won this week. They yeah. are back, people. Mm. Sam <laughs> Sam Darnold no. is elite. They are no back. no. no. Yeah. Of no. course, no. Ju- yeah. of course. Just kidding. Sam Darnold still sucks. Um, still so bad. <laughs> if if you could give the team a win and him a loss, I would. Um first of all this evening, um, I just wanted to, to wish everyone a good evening. Um, we do have kind of not really at this point, it's a few hours old at this point, but um breaking news. This morning at 3 a.m., Henry Ruggs, the third of the Las Vegas Raiders, was involved in an accident in which he struck the back of a woman's vehicle, killing her and leaving the passenger in his vehicle injured. Um, We do not know the extent of these injuries, and Ruggs was alleged to have been driving under the influence. Um, Our condolences, of course, go out to the victim, whose name we do not know at this time. Um, Henry Ruggs deserves no excuses. Um, he, He deserves to be punished to the full extent of the law. His career should be over. Yeah, he should never be allowed to play football for money ever again. Yes. Yeah.
2: I mean,
1: Agreed.
2: I heard I heard three to four were killed in the accident. Condolences go out to the victim's family.
0: Yep. Okay. With that three two one hello everybody i'm jack freeman joined of course as always by christopher hogan and ben hardy um first of all too we'd just like to apologize for last week um we did not release an episode unfortunately um me and ben were struggling with power issues uh, a big storm (laughs) hit our town and uh, we were without power pretty much for the entire week. So that's that. Um, we're just going to get right into it. Uh, Thursday night football. We discussed a little bit amongst ourselves Thursday night football before. Um, I, I hate to it's going to sound like hindsight is 2020 here, but you guys know I was saying this before the game. I really liked the Packers' chances in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be a blowout. Um, obviously, that wasn't going to happen.
2: Hmm. I expected then, a Cardinals win, but I did not expect a. Uh... I didn't expect a blowout. I thought it was going to be a close game, but I did expect the Cardinals win, but it didn't happen.
1: I didn't really know what I thought. I didn't think it was a lock for the Cardinals, but since week one, losing to the Saints or getting crushed by the Saints, the Packers have looked.
0: Yeah, I kind of knew from a little bit in – Obviously, in a perfect world, in my head, that's how the game would have played out. Maybe a little bit better. They they were a little sloppy with um, the timeouts. Mm-hmm. They, they kept having to use them because the play clock was running down. They took a mm-hmm. crucial delay of game that stopped them from scoring in the red zone, which they also kind of struggled to do against the Cardinals. Um, I feel like a lot of the time, Matt LaFleur is looking for the perfect play. Yeah. The perfect personnel to... You know, to, to have the best play. And I think that holds the Packers back a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the game plan, I don't think there could have been a much better game plan. You know, right out of the gate, they used a guy who they don't typically use in that way, um, A.J. Dillon. And he really looked a part of that power back. I don't think I saw him... Fall backward once he was always falling forwards, getting more yards. Yep. And it, it it was plays like that that he made where it was he got met at the first down marker and then chugged forward for two or three yards that mm-hmm. really won them the game. They it allowed them to control the clock, keep the ball out of Kyler Murray's hands, um, and I. I really think going forward that would be a smart way to use A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Yeah. Um,
2: I kind of want to touch up on that a bit because uh, A.J. Dillon had more carries and more yards than Aaron Jones in that game, but Aaron Jones had the touchdown is what really shocked me because usually when you have a power back like A.J. Dillon, he's usually the guy on the red zone but it looks like it was Aaron Jones. Cause I was watching the game. Aaron Jones had the most red zone touches.
0: Well, yeah, of course they pay Aaron Jones a lot of money to do what he does. Um, AJ Dillon was literally just used as he might've gotten more carries, but AJ Dillon was on the field 60% of the time had 22 touches. So he was on the field more and had the ball more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was really effective having those two in the backfield at the same time. I think that's where they had a lot of um, mostly their success running. Besides, of course, A.J. Dillon in the single back and just pounding it right up the gut. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a it was a great game plan offensively. Anyways, I thought the defense still looks kind of uh, I thought it was more Kyler. Um <laughs> Kyler missed a lot of throws deep to people not knowing yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. He looked a lot less effective with Hopkins off the field. I think the whole offense did. I think, um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins fantasy-wise, I guess, is having a disappointing season. But um, he, he will always have a certain impact and take attention off the other guys in those offense. And it just doesn't work as well with, with him out.
2: Oh, yeah, he yeah. definitely is a threat on the offensive end. I mean, despite him not having, like, a good fantasy season, he is still a person to look out for. I mean, if you have to double cover one receiver
1: in that in, on that Cardinals team, it's DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. And um, they just fell apart when, when he was out, and they put it a little back together when he came in, but it, I think it was just kind of a little too little too late, and then they made the cost of yeah, mistake at I, the end.
0: Yeah. I thought it was really weird how they were using him. I thought, um, you know, if he's gonna play, keep him out there. If he's not, why? yeah. I just, I do
1: think this win comes down to the play. I think it was Matt Lafleur. I think this is a Matt Lafleur win, kind of. I mean, I'm obviously not taking anything away from Aaron Rodgers, but oh, I think it was a big I think, coaching game. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you use yeah. your high-paid running back in a second, like not a second fiddle role, but like not the main point from the rushing perspective i mean that just shows that they were going for the matchup wise well what they don't, thought was gonna work best
0: they just used it, it wasn't that they used aaron jones less that that wasn't it, it no exactly what really, i'm saying they it really they was the fact that they, they passed less yeah um and they they were a little more in, in the short game so mm-hmm. aaron jones aj dylan well i think he is a good receiving back obviously you're not going to go to him as that when you have aaron jones on the team Um, so with that, I kind of have, um, two questions and you can elaborate as much as you want, as little as you want. Um, one, does this change anything you think about the Cardinals? Do you think this makes them fraudulent because the Packers are a good team? Don't get me wrong, but this is a situation at home. I think Kyler Murray an MVP candidate, even missing his number one receiver should have been able to take advantage of it's things that – and I don't feel bad using these guys because these are the guys he's getting compared to as an MVP candidate. I think it's a thing Tom Brady would have done. I think it's a thing Aaron Rodgers would have done. You know, if – it doesn't matter who he was on. Um, Aaron Rodgers would have picked on Eric Stokes, who is kind of the Packers' de facto number one corner right now. I'll um, And – He's just not very good in that role. Um, I think he has – I think he has a lot of the same problems that Jalen Mills of the Patriots has where his – he's really – nah, never mind. Um, Really just the – a little out of position right now. You know, they're both kind of being used – I think – That's my dog. My apologies. That's fine. Um, getting back on track here, though. I think Stokes definitely will fit into his role better as a slot corner, which is what they drafted him as. Yeah. Um, he's really physical in man. He, he's decent in zone. He, his real fatal flaw, which is a fatal flaw that a number one corner can't have, is his ability to track the ball in the air um yeah on the first deandre hopkins touchdown i know it wasn't called a touchdown because of the face mask but for all intents and purposes it it was a touchdown uh he wasn't tackling him anyway so deandre hopkins the ball's in the air and deandre hopkins kind of hard just hard stops while the ball's in the air and then explodes to it and eric stokes just didn't know what was going on got which is why he does best. um and, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins just made him look stupid. So, second question I have is, with the current roster, assuming no one that's injured comes back, are the Packers a Super Bowl team?
2: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, think about it. They're, lo- they're missing Jair Alexander, who is easily their best corner. Not to mention that also, they also missed a bunch of edge rushers in that game. David Bakhtiari is also out, like half their offensive line. Aaron Rodgers still found a way to move that ball downfield and execute and score 24 points and win against the last
1: undefeated team in the league. Uh, To answer the first question, I don't think that the Cardinals are frauds, but I'll still stick to my guns, and I I always was never the biggest believer in them. I'm not saying that they're frauds, but I'm not. I wouldn't take them to even make the NFC championship, probably.
2: I, and, I don't think anything's wrong with the Cardinals and, either.
1: Uh, it's too tough to kind of tell because that was just like a, a bad game all around for them. Just kind of a sloppy game, but and then with the kin, the Packers make a deep run. <sighs> hmm. I would probably go with yes, just because. And especially, yes, if they get some of their injured players back, just because they're getting all these wins with all these injuries. But they're, like, they've beaten good teams. It's not like they're beating teams that are – it's not like they have a cupcake schedule or anything. They just beat the Cardinals when they didn't, they didn't have Vontae Adams, they didn't have MVS, they didn't have Jair, like, all these different people. And if they can do that, then I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think I would take them – I think they're contenders. I would put them in that range.
2: Yeah, I'm going to answer the first question as well. I don't think anything's wrong with the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are still a good team. Half of that loss, I kind of blame on A.J. Green because, I mean, we all know A.J. Green can moss a defender if he has to. I don't know about that right now because he's kind of old. But he's still A.J. Green. So A.J. Green had the size advantage against Roseau Douglas. But the problem was is that he didn't turn and look at the ball, which I'm pretty sure that was the design play was A.J. Green goes on quick little fade in the back of the end zone. That's where Kyler Murray hits him. Kyler Murray hits him too early. A.J. Green's not looking. Therefore, the ball gets tipped into the hands of Russell Douglas. Touchback. Packers
0: win the end. Yeah. Um, I think A.J. Green probably thought it was a running play. I mean, it didn't look like he was running a route at all.
1: Yeah, let's say he was um, like... It was, it
0: was just really weird how...
1: Kyler, also, I forget who it
0: was, but I sent you guys the screenshot of Kyler just missing the dude underneath that probably would have been a touchdown. Yeah, Um, a lot of people are saying he would have the speed to catch up to that, but like it's better than throwing it to a dude with his with his back turned. So, yeah, Yeah, I agree.
1: I think I think at this point we can get into some uh some Buccaneers Tom Brady stuff.
2: Oh boy, and I I, and I would just want to touch up. And I would just
1: say that um. I'll let Ben take it.
2: All right. Tom Brady, yeah, wasn't really like good yesterday, but he wasn't bad at all. I mean, he completed 70% of his passes. He had a 112 QB rating and he added four touchdowns on 375 yards. Yes, he had the two picks and he missed a couple of throws. I mean, Mike Evans had four targets, two of them were deep shots, and Brady just missed them, but he still found a way to win. I mean, I get it. Uh, Actually, they lost. My bad. Never mind. They lost. But um, as I'm saying, as I was saying, Brady is adding to his MVP campaign as the season progresses. I mean, 25 touchdowns to two interceptions on the season, that changed. That's not, it's not 25 touchdowns, two picks right now. It's probably like, I think it's like 29 touchdowns, probably like four or five picks. And, uh, he has 2650 yards, which is leading the NFL. So despite the Bucks losing that game and Tom Brady just being, I don't know, He's 25 not- touchdowns. Yeah. Just not so Tom Brady just not looking good in that
0: game. He still had a good stat line. I mean but yeah who the, cares what
1: the stat who cares what the stat in, line in this in this
0: game in this game I'm sorry the stat line means nothing to me in the yeah. biggest in the biggest moments of the game Tom Brady was the reason they lost in the big spots he threw yeah. the pick he threw the pick six to end it and he threw a pick in a big moment before that um the Saints regular season at least even in the playoffs he kind of struggled against them. Two in the playoffs. Um, but the Saints are three and zero against Tom Brady since he's been a Tampa Bay Buck. Yeah, it's um, interdivisional like and matchups the, since like, every QB struggles with that. Since since Tom Brady has been to the Bucks, he has his statistically worse worst three games against the Saints 71, 78.1 rather. Passer rating. Um, I think the real story of this, I really don't th- think this affects Brady as an MVP candidate. Um, you know, he still had the great stat line, even though he didn't show up in that moment. It wasn't like he had a dud game. Um, mm-hmm. Sean Payton is, is kind of just a top two, three coach in the NFL. Um, yeah. And and sometimes th- you lose Jameis. Jameis looked really good, by the way. Um, yeah, he, he was he was throwing dimes. But you lose him and, and you get Trevor Simeon to play just as good as he needs to. And it just so happened Tom Brady didn't in, in the big spot. So
1: yeah. yeah. The whole thing is like whenever Tom Brady's down, you people bring up the kind of sort of narrative that they see him on the sideline with his head down. It's like, all right, this is game over. But he didn't do that. And I think he just a a big thing for him this season, I think has been like some crucial overthrows and I feel like it happens time and time again. And I know he puts up these great stat lines. I mean that you can give that to his offensive line and his receivers, but he hasn't shown up completely in these big time games. And he's never, he can't show up against the saints for some reason. I don't know what, they have his number.
0: I mean, I, I, I mean the, the bucks are also just a wagon. So I don't, really feel bad when he no plays like that and they lose i just don't i just don't
1: yeah i just don't get it sometimes sometimes like why i don't know why the saints have given him trouble since he's been on the bucks but they have his number for some reason and you can look at his stats and say he had a good game whatever he didn't have a good game really no i i I don't i don't think so at all from when you when you have a football Um, standpoint he didn't have a good game he looks he can, yeah, throw football he can throw he four bad, touchdowns. Right? He can throw four touchdowns. He can do this, but when they needed him most and he had the game in his hands. Yeah, he didn't show his up. hands, He couldn't do it. Yeah. And that happens against one the of Rams. The f- it's really sort of jarring,
0: too. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chris, but it's really jarring, too. This is one of the first, like, competent NFL teams they've played. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Who, is, who is he beating I mean, up on? Miami? Yeah. Um, Dallas's defense is questionable, especially on night one. Um, Think about it. He had a
1: bad game against the Patriots.
0: Yeah, and the Patriots – the Patriots are looking better. I don't want to dip into that too early, but the Patriots – Yeah. Execution-wise looked a lot better.
2: Um, Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Bill Belichick really knows how to get into some young quarterbacks' heads. Um, I think this was kind of a real moment to look back and be like, okay – Justin Herbert is as naturally talented as gifted as he is. He's not quite there yet, and mm. I hate to use broad phrases like that, yeah. but I think you kind of know what I mean when I say he's not there yet. Yeah, he's, he's not. Yeah. After the game in in the presser, he was talking about how, and a few of the guys in the Chargers were talking about how they ran a lot of man coverage last year, and you know you can't go all based on what you saw in film from your game last year you know what i mean yeah. and you have to adjust the chargers don't really adjust well i think we've seen in in the past two weeks um and you can throw herbert off his game by by throwing stuff at him that he obviously hasn't seen or disguising zone coverages um so, yeah, he the mental aspect of his game does need to develop a little more before I would consider him knocking on the door of top five.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I
0: think
1: I think people were quick to put him in that conversation when he started out, when he started well this season after beating the Chiefs and everything. They thought he dethroned like Mahomes or whatever, but I'm a not ready to of do that. Is,
0: there's so many. Yeah, definitely not. There's to me, Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the NFL.
1: Yeah, he still needs to – there still needs to be more before I can say otherwise too.
0: Um, But I also feel like there's a lot of, obviously, preseason narratives. So whenever something starts to fit that, people are like, oh, this is – it's happening with the NBA right now, and it's like we're we're not even 10 games in. We need to relax with, with some stuff. Yeah, everyone was going um, like Herbert MVP.
1: So when he started playing like that, they were like, oh, he's already made that jump. He's already that guy, which I think – He's just yeah, still has a couple. He has a step away from being that guy. I think he hasn't. He's not as polished enough to where he can fool the fool all these NFL defenses, and he's not good enough to beat, always beat these like mid-tier teams like the Patriots, especially with good coaching. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Just to finish up on the the Saints game, I think a big story in that was the the Bucks defense blitzed Jameis eight times and didn't get pressure on any of those eight blitzes. They blitzed um, Trevor Simeon. They, they blitz total 22 times and didn't get pressure on any of them. So that's the best defensive front in the NFL. I think some of it might be them underperforming. And also the fact that the secondary is banged up. It's, it's a little bit harder to, to get there when you have guys that can't cover for as long, but Man, the Saints' offensive line put on a, a clinic. Um, and I think even moving forward with Trevor Simeon, you have to respect the Saints in every game. I don't think I any team in the NFL wants to go to New Orleans or wants New Orleans to come knocking on their door because that's a good football team. Especially yeah. top to bottom.
1: And yes. It's really, it's really unfortunate.
0: It's really unfortunate. For the Saints, really fortunate for the rest of the league that Jameis got hurt because mm. if he had played out that full game, obviously we don't know what would have happened. But he looked he looked really good, and yeah. that's a game oh, yeah. that's a game where you can really build a lot of momentum and confidence beating a team like that.
1: So, and, and I think a big thing is that people are like, when Michael Thomas comes back, like they're gonna be a problem, and that sounds that sounds like. Like I'm mocking those people, but I think I'm kind of one of those people. I think if Jameis had that weapon that he could have um could have got because I mean they're a good football team with a special teamer at receiver, a first year guy at receiver. Like they have they don't Kamara's not playing to his expectation. He's still playing well, but and I think it really comes down to that Sean Payton's a damn good NFL. He, he's a good he's a great coach. Oh shit.
2: Just out of curiosity, who was the first year receiver you were talking
1: about on the Saints? Yeah, Marquez Callaway.
2: No, nah, he's the second year. Well, no,
1: I know, but I'm saying like <laughs> this is like his first.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I get, I get this what is, like, you're his saying. Like it's coming out. Yeah, I get what you were saying.
0: Um. So That's we kind of we we kind of just touched on a little bit. Um. Uh, we can move on to Patriots Chargers. I largely after that game still feel largely the same way i felt all season about the pats um obviously this is a real win finally a real win and there were still yep. points where like the first half mac looked just as just as bad as herbert he was mm-hmm. missing a lot of throws um yep. i think mac gets himself worked up a lot too i think he he really suffers from that um, and it happens to everyone. it happens e- even to Brady sometimes. That's why in Super Bowls, sometimes the Patriots would tend to start slow just because Brady's so amped up and so yep. the pressure's kind of on. And then Mac did kind of a little settle into it in the big moments. Um, when they needed a big drive to take time off the clock, they did it. They only ended up with a field goal. but um, Kendrick Bourne also cost them four points with a drop in the end zone. So I think this is a good win for the Patriots. For them, they're at the point where any game they go into is kind of a toss up. So a win really yeah. is a win. You're just trying to sneak I, into the playoffs. Yeah. Um,
1: I think I, that's the, I think that's the biggest thing for them is I'm, I don't think I don't necessarily disagree where I am not, I I have my same sort of opinions. I think they they have they're having fixed all their mistakes. I think they are like you said I think they're executing better. I think that they're looking a, they're molding a little more as a team with all their weapons and and their D-line, but I think the biggest thing is that the AFC just kind of sucks. So like they don't have to be that good to get into the playoffs. So I I would bet them making the playoffs like right now like who who's going to edge them out in the wild card spot like the Steelers or like I don't even know the Steelers or like the Bronco. Like the, the there's no no one's good in the AFC right now.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I still would be wary and never sleep on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they're just one of those teams where it doesn't matter who's on the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, what they're I mean? always about always they're never bad. Yeah, and they just when, can't be in in a bad year for the AFC. I hate to use very simple terms, but not being bad is good. So exactly. That's what I'm, that's they what I'm definitely. Talking about the Patriots. Yeah. But I don't think the Patriots are bad at all either. I think no, oh, they're yeah, going to be saved either. by
1: their, they're going to be saved by their, like, I don't know. It's just kind of the, I guess, kind of the Patriot. I'm not going to say like coaching, but like they know how to win, they know how to win some of these games, even though I don't think they've been great at like executing these fine, like the Cowboys game, the Bucks game, They my, weren't good at winning these big games right at the end. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to get carried by their almost like safeness. Like they, they've been here before kind of.
2: Yeah. My theory is, is that uh, Bill does trust Matt Jones like a lot, like despite him not getting that much chances. I think that Bill is saving Matt Jones for the playoffs like they're probably thinking if we can sneak into the playoffs and then I don't know, like maybe, no, the, team, maybe the team maybe teams will prep that much for us or something. I don't know,
1: and then like hit them That's not the who that's not who Mac Jones is. If they just And did that's that,
0: not that's not what that's, you do. You don't you don't warm someone up for seventeen games and be like, All right, now you're in the biggest moments of your life, go out and do it for you're real. Completely no. change your Bill, entire playstyle. It, it, it's more. Um, yeah, I don't know. What I was Bill, Bill doesn't call the, the offensive plays. It's Josh McDaniels.
2: Um, yeah, it's Josh McDaniels. I so know he's the offensive coordinator.
0: But he has been talking to both a lot more. And I think that's why you're seeing the improved performance. I think he was kind of letting them run the show um, on the defense. Steve Belichick, Gerard Mayo. Unfortunately for the Patriots, Matt Patricia is still hanging around. Um, <laughs> Yep, being a leech on that franchise, um, and Josh McDaniels calls the offensive plays. So I think Bill has definitely taken a, a step back from what we've seen in years past, but kind of like a half step forward. Yeah, yeah. In the past few weeks, um, I don't want to drag on this game, but we touched on the the Patriots have Justin Herbert figured out. His two worst starts as an NFL starter are against the New England Patriots. Um, yeah. pass a rating of 67 and 51 respectively. Um, but I think this game can, we can go back a little bit and say, okay, well, because I wasn't ready to say this earlier in the season and be like, okay, well, yeah, they were competitive with the Patriots. And and that meant something towards developing towards this point. And Yeah. They almost beat the Cowboys, and that meant something getting to this point. And then they really put it all together and destroyed the Jets, and then they knocked off one of the best young teams in the AFC all at the same time. They didn't do it perfectly. NFL teams rarely do, especially a team with a banged-up offensive line, banged-up secondary. You lost your number one corner from last year. Yeah, this is like Um, the first win where we can feel good about it, kind of rookie quarterback, and, and, yeah, I I think the Patriots right now sh- can can feel good. The, the path Cause is there.
1: Because as a fan, we've had to say the whole, this whole time it's like we were so close. We put up a good game against the Cowboys, Buccaneers, whatever. I mean, we finished those two games out. I don't, I don't know how we lost the Dolphins. That just doesn't know how. But, but yeah, this just feels good. It's a good one.
0: All right, next, um, we'll,
1: Seahawks-Jags.
0: I don't know how much uh, we we'll really me, have to
1: talk about this game.
0: Let but. me touch into this one. I will I, – before you go, Ben, I, I will say um, I'm kind of starting to see the path develop for the Seahawks. I really am. Um, Russell, Russell Wilson is – so he's got the pin out. He wants to come back week 10. If they're four and five – Obviously, if they win these two games, they're in great shape. Because um, I think that's the that's what week 10 would be, right? We just went through week eight. Uh, yeah,
2: week nine um, yeah.
0: So, after the bye week, you come back week 10, and you're off and rolling. I, I mean, Russell Wilson is a quarterback who's good enough. When he comes back, if he is anywhere close to, to Russell Wilson, then – of course, they have a shot. Of yeah. course, they have a shot to make the playoffs. I, I, that's especially just a guy with the Niners a not looking that great. Yeah. Especially with that. And especially with the fact that I, they, they get to play those teams, you know, and those teams are some of the, the better teams in the NFC. I, I'm, of course, talking about the Rams and Cardinals. Um, yeah. they get to, they get to see those guys again. So the path is, the path is there for the Seahawks. Um, I will also say lastly that it definitely looks like the Seahawks offensive line has regressed from last year. Um, Josh Allen, of of course, the defensive player at the Jaguars was eating them alive. He had two sacks, five pressures. Um, I think that's his best game of the season. So the,
2: yeah. uh let me touch up on this one. So like like you said, yeah, Russell Wilson most likely returns uh, next week after the bye. And uh, the problem is, is that they're in Lambo in week 10. And then right after that, they have to take a – they go back to Seattle to take on Arizona. So they have two tough games. You said if they win this next two games, then, yeah, they're good to make the playoffs. But the problem is, is that these are not easy games to win. So, if they win, I would definitely take away everything I said, everything bad I said about the Seahawks this year, saying, like, oh, I don't think they're making the playoffs. I've said this all season. I said they aren't going to make the playoffs. And, like, to be so now obsessed that they, with the team, you always shit on them. It's a uh, reverse psychology. They won them this week. Uh, so, I mean, now that they, That's fair. like, I, when Russell Wilson got taken out, I was like, Oh, Geno Smith stepping in. We're not going to win a game with Geno Smith, and that was going good because they lost to the Steelers. We all know the Steelers, um, and they lost to the Rams when Geno Smith stepped in because of two crucial fumbles. Geno Smith made in both of those games. This time, Geno came out slinging. Probably the best. Start I mean, of his career. what? Thir- yeah, like thirteen straight completions. I mean, he should have. He shouldn't have had ten. He should not have had ten straight completions. That was all DK Metcalf. I mean, that thrown the end zone. That was on the throw. DK Metcalf just lost yep. the. Hey, back. you, that you, was you all gotta DK take.
0: Metcalf. Um, you gotta take what you can get though, and yeah, I, I agree. you're taking wins in in any fashion right now. He's above average, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm, um, I'm
2: taking this as a win. I mean, but I, yep, I still another, think it should
0: have been more than thirty-one points. Another kind of um, the game is um, Broncos football team. Broncos oh, are going to obviously miss Chubb and and Von Miller. Um
1: football well, team are just such this, a
0: disappointment.
1: Yeah. it's yeah, And Heineken Heineke Heineke is just – everyone thinks he's good just because he's flashy and he's not a game manager. He holds but the team you'd, back. He you'd you'd him want him back. to be a game manager at this point. He takes too many chances. He's just too flashy and he's not a good quarterback.
0: Just, don't, and, he, period. They need to let Antonio Gibson heal his injury and yep. Yep. bring him back. At, at this the point, they of... can't win
1: the NFC East. They can't make the playoffs. Rest your young quarter. Rest your yeah, rest your
0: young running back. Who's gonna be a, a star when he's back if they use him? Right? Yes. They should be using him as a running back and receiver. You can put him in the slot. That's what he did he's at actually... Memphis. Yeah, that's what he did at Memphis. He wasn't think... a, he wasn't a receiving running back at Memphis. He was a, a running back who also played wide receiver. It's yeah. like Ty Montgomery, except he's actually really good at both. He's a really yep. good runner. Uh, we've seen it. That's all they've used him as, and he's looked really good w- when he gets yep. the ball. He, I'm, yep. He's up it's towards yep. five yards of carry, uh, close to there. He might be a little closer to four now after his last few games, but it, every time they put him out on the field on that fracture, it just gets bigger, and there's no – I also doesn't get to heal properly.
1: Yeah. I also think he kind of his whole role kind of goes not out the window, but it lessens when you have a quarterback that kind of isn't a game manager. I mean, think of last year they had Alex Smith. Yeah. They had and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick. Think, they had Kyle Allen, like those kind types of players. And now you have a guy that's trying to do too much when he doesn't have that kind of talent. And yeah, not
0: even on. close, not even close. Yeah. Well, um,
2: I think uh, Ron Rivera's only hope of that team like doing something is probably hoping off the bye they like kick it in
0: the gear. No, no. there's no I mean, that's no, that's is only, Their that's defense was only their out. whole team. Their defense that's is they don't only be their whole team, and it's not they good. They don't. They don't have a Russell Wilson coming back to save them, so I understand. I'm like, out on them. They're so far behind. Yeah, even they're so far behind. There's just yeah, no, they are. There's just some teams that I'm just uh, I'm I'm mm-hmm. done with. I mean, it makes I don't, makes, it, I I think don't think really it just makes no sense. I don't how really a Football really team is
1: that bad. Them. They need to go out and draft a quarterback or go get a quarterback.
0: <clears throat> Chris, I'm sorry. Um. Your victory lap may have to take a pause. The Carolina yeah. Panthers won. won. This. They yeah. they won this week. They yeah. are back, people. Mm. Sam <laughs> Sam Darnold no. is elite. They are no back. no. no. Yeah. Of no. course, no. Ju- yeah. of course. Just kidding. Sam Darnold still sucks. Um, still so bad. <laughs> if if you could give the team a win and him a loss, I would. Um,